welcome to the Marriage Advice Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Poirier. I've been married for two weeks now, and I'm here to discuss longevity in a marriage and really take all of your marriage-related questions and solve all of your marriage problems. So thank you for listening. We truly appreciate it. And obviously this isn't that podcast. Uh, I have been married for like two weeks. It's been pretty cool. Uh, It does explain why I haven't made a podcast in a long time. But we are back and we are bigger, better, stronger, faster, and other words that are in daft punk songs than before. And we are here to talk about something that luckily I know a lot more about than being married, which is of course photography. And I'm gonna share some advice on on something that I know a lot about because I've done it recently. I sold my camera on Facebook Marketplace and I upgraded my camera. I'm not gonna spoil what I upgraded to. That's gonna be a teaser for another episode, but I am going to share some tips on how you can sell your camera on Facebook Marketplace, which if you're gonna sell your camera, if you're gonna sell that body, sell that lens, it is kind of how I recommend you do it. But before we get into that, well, this is a big moment for me, you guys. I finally get to say we need to thank our sponsor for this episode, which is, of course, CloudSpot. It's the easiest way for photographers to deliver and sell their photos online. Check out CloudSpot right now. You can experience amazing features, beautiful galleries, grandma-proof image downloads, and custom storefronts for sales. And you know, the CEO, Gavin, he's an awesome guy. He came on the show to share some expertise with us, and they've decided to set up our listeners with a special promotional code. Uh, All you have to do is sign up for a free account and then use the code FRIENDS at checkout for 20% off any monthly plan for the first 12 months. All right, now we can talk about selling your camera on Facebook Marketplace, which like I said, I recently did. And I think that I did a pretty amazing job of it. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'll let you guys be the judge of that. We're gonna get into the details. We're gonna get into the numbers uh, here in a minute. But I do think that this is a a really good case study. I think that I learned quite a bit uh, by selling my, you know, my main camera my my workhorse, the camera that's made me money for a long time, a camera that I spent a lot of money on, you know. I was actually able to make a lot of that money back and I learned a lot in the process and I wanna share it here with you guys. So let me share the details of the deals uh, that I made for my previous camera gear. I of course had the, in terms of the body, I had the 6D Mark II, which I had purchased for $1,400 like three years ago. Uh, I was able to sell that one for $1,300. So uh, made everything back except for a hundred bucks. Pretty impressive. Uh, I'm gonna give myself the old 
Hopefully the microphone could pick that up. Give myself a, a pat on the back for that one. With the lens, um, I had a 50 millimeter lens. They're, they're not worth much. I think I sold it for like 50 bucks. Uh, but my 17 to 40 F4, uh, I had purchased that one for around $700 used at the time, I was able to sell that one for 300. So all in all, uh, you know, I was able to get $1,600 for my body and lens. I think it's pretty good. Uh, to be honest, like the Canon DSLR system, I think is a little bit out of date uh, at this point. And I did want to get into mirrorless cameras. I've been talking about that for a long time on this podcast. So, um, you know, I'm trying not to get distracted by the waveforms here as they form across the, uh, the planes of Adobe Audition. I know that's just for me. I know that you guys can't see the waveforms, uh, but they are they are quite beautiful and it is nice to have a distraction from the math here. Interestingly enough, I did take my camera gear to downtown camera here in Toronto. I did want to see what they would offer me. Uh, my friend Jamie Iria, shout out to Jamie, shout out to Creative7. He sold his camera gear to downtown camera. Uh, they offered me $1,000 for the combo, you know. They were going to give me about 800 bucks uh, for my body and about 200 bucks for my lens. And, you know, it was good to find out what they would offer. Uh, but I did decide at the end of the day, you know, I think I can do a little bit better selling this myself. And I decided to do that on Facebook Marketplace. And we're going to get into the story of how I did that. Uh, but I made an extra 600 bucks, you know, uh, by putting in a little bit of work. And it did take me a, a couple weeks and, and a little bit of effort. But I would say definitely worth it in the end. So, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can sell a camera. As I said, there are camera stores. Uh, you could just sell it to a buddy. You know, you can go to the weed dispensary, chat up the people there. Maybe one of them want to buy your camera. You know, there's a lot of different ways. Uh, there's Kijiji, there's Craigslist, there's eBay, uh, on and on and on, right? I think Facebook Marketplace is a pretty fantastic way to sell your camera. I've had a good experience selling a lot of uh, camera gear on there before. Like I said, I've never sold a really big ticket item like this, something that's worth, you know, a thousand or more dollars, but it worked out. So what I recommend Facebook Marketplace for selling your camera. First of all, there are just so many users, right? There's a lot of people that use Facebook. <laughs> I think that's uh, pretty obvious. People use Instagram a lot as well, but people are still checking their Facebook accounts and they still use Facebook Marketplace to buy stuff. You know, 
everybody has a Facebook account. It's not like Kijiji or Craigslist or, or one of these things where people are they're probably not going to those websites often. They probably aren't going to create an account to message you there. It's just convenient to use Facebook because that's what people already use. And on that point, you know, Facebook Marketplace just integrates with Facebook chat, something that me personally, I use Facebook chat for like three, four hours a day. Like I'm pretty much always on Facebook chat, whether I'm working or uh, not when I'm shooting photos. <laughs> it's one of the one of the rare times uh, that I actually focus. But you know, even if I'm like editing or doing whatever, uh, I'm probably also on Facebook chat. I think that's the case for quite a few people. Uh, I think a lot of people spend a lot of time on Facebook chat. And one of the things that you can do on there is talk to people about buying their camera gear. All right, so a few things that you need to do for a successful listing. I think, first of all, you need to clean and package your gear. Uh, before you do that, uh, take care of your gear. <laughs> it's like a really long-term one. During the entire like time that you own your gear, don't like scratch your gear up and get your gear all dirty. Uh, maybe it's too late for this tip for some people, uh, but obviously you're going to get more money if you have been you know, maintaining your gear and taking good care of your gear. Uh, having the original boxes is another big one. That's one thing that I did. I kept the box for the body. Uh, that is the thing that I bought new. My wife, uh, you know, didn't like that very much said, Oh, why are you keeping these boxes around? But no matter what your wives say, you guys, you got to keep those boxes around, keep that packaging around because that is going to help the resale value. Um, next thing is the price. You want to research a little bit here, right? Look at other listings, look at even other listings on Facebook Marketplace, look at eBay, uh, you know, even check Amazon, obviously check what the camera is selling for brand new, uh, but be flexible, right? The Canon 60 Mark II, oddly enough, uh, for like a lot of uh, reasons that I don't want to get into, has actually gone up in price, right? Like I said, I bought mine for 1400 bucks. Right now they're selling new for like 1800. If I really stuck to like, oh, I wanna get like 1700 bucks for mine or 1600, I would have had a, a really hard time doing that, right? But I wasn't stubborn. I was willing to accept that 1300 when it came along. This next tip might be a little bit controversial, uh, but I don't think that you need to shoot photos. Uh, you don't need to shoot original photos of the stuff that you're trying to sell on Facebook Marketplace. People might get upset when, when I say that. Uh, I just usually go and find nice photos online. There's probably an image set somewhere of the thing that you're selling from like different angles. And there's probably, you know, nice bokeh on it. And, and it's like on a nice piece of granite or whatever. And it looks really good. I would recommend just finding those photos and, and using those. Uh, I don't really have any moral 
qualms about that. Um, if you're selling accessories, make sure that you include those in the photo. Uh, you probably want like a few photos just of the big ticket item itself. And then some later photos in the set can be, you know, the thing and the accessories. Uh, another thing about Facebook marketplace, that's pretty specific. You need to renew your listing after a while. Uh, you need to maintain your listing, right? Um, if it's not selling, you need to drop the price after a certain point, maybe after a week, you know, if things aren't looking good, if you're not getting a lot of really good offers, like I said, you need to be flexible. You need to be willing to drop that price a little bit and don't be in a rush. Uh, like I said, it took me about two weeks to sell my camera. I had to talk to a few different people, take a few different offers, you know, kind of feel out who was serious, who wasn't before I found a really good buyer and was able to sell my camera. Um, yeah, some other stuff, just very specific to Facebook Marketplace itself. You do have the option of boosting your listing, which I actually recommend you doing. You don't have to spend a whole bunch of money, maybe like a three-day campaign, spending like three or four bucks a day. It will help you get more views, you know, especially right off the bat when there's gonna be hype for that item, putting it right onto the Marketplace for the first time boosting it a little bit, it's not going to cost you much, right? If it costs you freaking nine bucks or, or 12 bucks and you're selling something that's like a thousand dollars or more, it's worth it. Another thing you need to be aware of, uh, guys, watch out for scams. There are tons of people, unfortunately, who are scamming in this, you know, like aftermarket of electronic sales. Largely, if people want to pay you on PayPal and have you ship it, I just don't ever think that that's worth it. Uh, when I sell something on Facebook Marketplace, it's because I want to sell it local. I want to sell it to someone here. I'm a little bit spoiled. You know, I do live in uh, a big city, uh, a metropolis, if you will. I think if you are in a position, you know, you are in a big enough city where you can sell it to someone local. That's how I recommend that you do it. Uh yeah, and just like anything else, you know, whenever you're dealing with money, whenever you're dealing with people, a little bit of business sense goes a long way. Uh, you have to realize that not everybody who's offering you money is a, you know, in quotation marks, good buyer. That's who I always look out for when I'm selling stuff, whether that is like photography and video services, or it is, you know, uh, some electronic equipment like a camera. You still want someone who's going to be, you know, reasonable and, and easy to deal with, even if you only have to deal with them once, right? Uh, you got to feel out those leads. You got to feel out those potential buyers and you have to decide, you know, are they going to be good? Are they going to be that person who's going to give you a good dollar figure for that gear and not give you a hard time, right? Like you got to watch out for yourself and you got to watch out for those low ballers. Okay, so when it comes to actually 
making the sale, you know, you've negotiated the price, you've talked to that person on Facebook chat, you've agreed to meet, I recommend having the buyer come to you. And when they get there, uh, you know, when it comes to how you're going to present yourself, uh, make sure that you're not too salesy, you know, you've pretty much already made the sale. So you don't have to like still be selling them on the camera like, hey, man, yeah, I'm so glad that you came down like, this camera is so freaking dope, dude. And like, once you buy this camera, like your whole life is going to change, dude. So this is going to be a big moment for you in your life. Like, <laughs> just don't be getting into that type of thing. Um, yeah, just you don't have to be that salesman. They've already decided that they want the camera. They're already there to buy it. Uh, your job is really just to prove that, you know, you, you are selling what you said that you're selling. If you said that it's a good condition camera uh, and it's going to work well and it has, you know, a lot of longevity left in it. And if that is the truth, then you're going to have absolutely no problem making that deal and satisfying that buyer. And another thing, once you've sold that camera, don't forget to go back on Facebook Marketplace and market as sold um, so that people stop bothering you because they're going to keep bothering you and keep trying to buy that camera. You're going to be getting a bunch of notifications. That's going to be that's going to be really annoying for you. So so go and market as sold. And the other cool thing about uh, selling your camera privately is that, you know, you might develop a relationship with the person who buys it. You know, maybe they become a client. Maybe they become someone who refers photography or video work for you, right? Maybe they become a listener to your podcast. Uh, and I, I, I guess that that's equally true if you go to Downtown Camera, because I have definitely made friends there. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, another kind of side benefit of selling your camera. Something that you might not expect, right, is just the... Uh, kind of secondary benefits of doing anything in business. It kind of leads to other things eventually. And yeah, another interesting thing, uh, I did buy a new camera. Going to keep teasing that. I'm not going to tell you guys in this episode what camera I bought. I will say I switched brands. I will say I have a different brand of camera, but that's all I'll say other than uh, talking about the brief period uh, in which I didn't have any camera at all, which was kind of interesting. I mean, I spent a lot of that time either planning a wedding or getting married, so it's not like I had tons of time to be shooting, uh, especially not for fun or whatever. And yeah, definitely didn't have time to be editing photos in Lightroom or whatever stuff like that. But I did have the time to shoot some photos on my phone. I thought that that was uh, kind of, it was kind of nice, actually, not having a camera for a while, I guess. Like, I could, like, look at a sunset and just be like, well, I have to just enjoy looking at this sunset because, you know, <laughs> my phone can't capture, like, a super uh, high-resolution, high-dynamic, range-ass <laughs> photo of uh, of this stupid sunset. So I better just look at it and, like, enjoy my life. So, yeah, that was interesting. Um it's fine to, to not have a camera. I don't think it even made me any less of a photographer. Weirdly, uh, not only not owning a camera for a while, I was still understanding light, 
you know, and when I would like shoot on my phone or grab someone else's phone or someone else's camera, like the fundamentals that I know about photography were still there. And yeah, I'm going to do a whole nother episode on upgrading my camera. I think that that will be maybe, maybe at least as interesting an episode as this. Uh, and I'm excited to talk about my new camera, obviously, in the experience of switching brands. I think that that's something that a lot of people are afraid of, right? It's definitely something that was intimidating for me personally, going from my beloved Canon uh, to, you know, who knows what, guys? Who knows what? Uh, you'll just have to listen to future episodes to find out. But of course, I appreciate you listening to this episode. Uh, before I get out of here, I just want to tell you guys we're back to weekly episodes. Uh, we're going to be releasing every single Monday. So if you don't want to uh, miss out on brand new episodes of the Photography Friends podcast, then you know, you're going to have to hit that follow button on whatever app that you use to listen to podcasts. Uh, you are highly, highly, highly obliged to tell your friends it's honestly the best thing that you can do to help the show grow. I know if you're a photographer, you have other friends who are into photography and they would probably like this podcast, I hope. So tell your friends about the podcast. Follow us on Instagram, photo underscore friends underscore pod. We're gonna have stories up there. We're gonna do some reels. We're gonna do all types of crazy shit over there on Instagram. So make sure you check that out. Uh, you can also find our music playlist, guys. We got all types of stuff. We've got a music playlist up on Spotify. You can search for Photo Friends Music and you will find a bunch of tunes, uh, to be honest, that I like. <laughs> a bunch of them are related to the podcast. A bunch of them are related to topics that we've covered on the podcast. And of course, a final thank you to our sponsors, CloudSpot. Check them out, cloudspot.io. Use the code FRIENDS for 20% off. I got to give you guys something random. So as they say, a horse is a horse. Of course, of course. And if you see a horse, remind him to do his chores. <laughs>